I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary happenings. This is part two of the Rio Express. In part one, I'm on a jumbo jet headed for Rio and sitting next to Antonia, a young Brazilian woman traveling with her husband. They're going to a family reunion where Antonia's family will meet her American husband for the first time. But Antonia is very agitated. She's speaking English to me and Portuguese to her husband, who apparently doesn't understand a word she says. Fixing her flashing black eyes on me, she said, I'm terrified of flying. I didn't know what to say, but I couldn't have gotten a word in anyway. After her terrifying flight to America, she had vowed never to get on a plane again. But then she'd married this very sweet American guy and her family wanted to meet him. And she explained that's how she got stuck on this god-awful death ship to Rio. I tried desperately to think of something helpful to say, but considering how worked up she was, I didn't think anything logical, like how more people get killed in cars than in planes, would have any calming effect on her. Finally, I said, doctors can prescribe medication to calm people down if they're afraid of flying. Yes, yes, of course, she shouted. My doctor gave me those little blue pills, but I've already taken both of them. Apparently, they weren't working. Antonia's husband looked at me. Either he felt totally helpless or he'd taken his own little blue pills, and we had nine hours left on this flight. Antonia asked if she could hold my arm. I said, sure, just so I can operate the touch screen. I'm right-handed, and I want to watch a couple of movies. Although it seemed ridiculous, I suggested she try watching a movie, too. Then I remembered having experienced some claustrophobia many years ago. I got nervous going into crowded stores, fearing I would faint. Only the patience of my parents got me through this. So I had great empathy for this tortured woman. Phobias are no joke. Sometime during my second movie, I fell asleep. Antonia was still clutching my arm. Suddenly, she shook me awake. Look at the screen, she shouted in my ear above the roar of the engines. No, not the movie screen, the flight screen. That's the map that shows you how far you are along on your trip. It looked good to me. We were already flying over Brazil with about two hours left before our arrival. But Antonia was terrified. We're flying over the rainforest. The map shows we're headed into a thunderstorm. That's how planes go down, always over the rainforest, at night, in thunderstorms. In five minutes, this plane will begin to shake. And sure enough, in about five minutes, we hit some pretty serious turbulence. All I could do was resort to some useless logic. These planes are built for storms like this. They shake and rattle to absorb the shock. You know, better to bend than to break. I probably should have left the last part off. Antonia kept a death grip on my arm for the rest of the flight, only releasing it to use her sweaty handkerchief. At least these brief respites allowed the blood flow to occasionally return to my arm. I lost sight of Antonia once we landed, as those with Brazilian passports were separated from us foreigners but I caught a glimpse of her happily hugging and kissing a flock of relatives outside the airport. My friends asked me how the flight had been. They looked well-rested. I, on the other hand, was exhausted. Two weeks later, we boarded another Tam Jumbo jet to New York. 
I had just settled into my aisle seat near the bathrooms when there was a tap on my shoulder. It was Antonia. She had a big smile on her face, and with her was a small gift-wrapped box. It's for you. Please open it. Inside was a beautiful medallion of the Black Madonna, the patron saint of Brazil. Just a little thank you for all your kindness. And the next time you come to Brazil, you must come and visit my family in Vitoria. Brazilians have the very best barbecues. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening.